friends, it's your girl Nella Rose and welcome to the Red Carpet Treatment, brought to you by the Brit Awards with MasterCard. So today we have a very, very exciting guest. Not only is she a world-renowned singer and songwriter, she's been nominated for four Brit Awards. She has a brand new debut album, Round the Corner, and she is newly independent. We have the beautiful Ray in the building. Hello. Hello, my sister. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. You look very beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. I'm mesmerized by the makeup, the style. Babe, I was saying I've got some eyelash glue stuck my eyelid a little bit together, so if it looks like I'm looking at you funny, like I'm not, it's just, you know. Let's just say makeup is not makeup in. So you've been on a journey. Mm. You've been on a journey. You're newly independent. Yes. Thank you. Brother, yes, brother. independent. <laughs> we can do this. Yes, yeah, so I'm hearing some new songs, Escapism and The Thrill is Gone. Mm. I feel like your sound has evolved. Mm. So can you talk to me a little bit more about like your redirection in like your sound? I think the biggest part is I'm now fully in control of my career entirely, which there's no rules. I personally hate rules. I find Same. them really boring, mm -hmm. really restrictive, and really just counterproductive to like actual art, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think in the past that I was definitely, in the worst of times, really stuck in the system. And I guess, you know, I fulfilled a certain role because I was good at like kind of writing like dance music and like big sounded songs that, you know, that became a big part of me when I've got so much things that, are, you know, I love dance music, but I'm also like, I love R&B, like, I love pop, I love ballads, like, I love jazz, like, I'm a jazz head through and through, like, things like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So now I am allowed to do whatever I want and redefine what my goals are, you know? It's one thing to make a song with the purpose to sell, which is, you know... What as everyone a, is doing. Well, yeah, and as a songwriter, Literally. you know, sometimes that's what you need to do, mm -hmm. you know, that's what people want. Mm -hmm. That's what I needed to provide at the time. But then there's making songs for the purpose to share your art, be honest, be visceral. It doesn't matter about anything other than the integrity of what you're creating. And that's how this new music feels to me. So yeah. that's what matters to me right now. Especially in Escapism, I felt like you were talking about how you feel. Girl. You talk about how you feel, sis. Girl. But I like that, though, because it's like music, it should be used as like a, an art form for expression. Mm. And I feel like you're really expressing yourself right now. And now that you're free to do so, mm. and, you know, you're fully in control and you're, you've got creative control now. Yeah. So everything is just looking up for you. Thank so. you. And me mentally mm -hmm. and personally, I feel better than I've ever felt, you know. Yeah. I feel so good. You've been killing it on Instagram. Oh, thank oh, you. You think I need to see? Oh. Uh, sis, you've been killing on Instagram. Look, so have you been having like little mini photo shoots? I've been doing some magazine covers mm. and some, you know, pushing myself. I've got bleached brows at the moment. We like, love to see thank that. you. Mm -hmm. Trying something new, like experimenting with different hairstyles, like kind of, again, no rules, but like in fashion as well, which is really fun. One of your Instagram captions yeah. was, Rather you hate my music than feel no way about it at all. Yeah, I which say that. I think is a very powerful statement. Oh, thank you. It's very powerful because it's like, first of all, you were shelling it in the picture. <laughs> and then it's like, not only is the picture banging, I said, oh, I'm looking at the caption, like, oh, but, but there's some truth to this. <laughs> so it's like, so what do you mean by that? Because I think I inter interpreted it one way, mm. that it's like, I'd rather you hear my voice mm. than my voice, my music, my art, mm. than you have no opinion of it at all. Right. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's like, I would rather you hear a song of mine and be like, I hate this song so much. I mm -hmm. disagree so much with what it says or... You know, I would rather you feel like passionate hate towards something I've created than be mm. like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. That's all right. 
Yeah, did you hear the new race? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, or yeah. feel nothing. Do you know what I mean? Before, so you don't want people I to just feel nothing. Something, yeah. some sort of extreme emotion, whether it be like this girl's lost the plot. Yeah. Why did she change her sound? Or you know, I am obsessed. You know, I just yeah. want extreme reactions. I, I prefer that. That's amazing because I feel like we're, we live in an era where artists, musicians, talent, whatever, they feel like everybody has to like me. I have to be 100% likeable. I have to be perfect to the point where they change themselves in order to fit in and, you know, to fit that perfect narrative. Yeah. And you said, hell no, Girl. I'm going to be myself and you, you're going to have to hear me, sis. You know sis. what I'm saying? <laughs> it is wild times to be alive, though. It is mm. that, you know, it is. It's like everyone's running, like, towards perfection and I feel like mm. a lot of people are losing, like, who they are. Yeah. And I feel like that will never happen with you because you, you know what you want and you know what you stand for. But you do stand for a couple of things that I didn't even know you stand oh, for. Oh, no. My sister, as I was doing my diggings... <laughs> Wait, you're a gamer? Yeah, I love games. Like, what's your favourite game? Like, Nintendo Switch. What, um, like Mario? Anything Super Mario. Um, bought, playing, obsessed. Yeah, <laughs> Mario Kart. Like, I'll smoke anyone. Like, let's go. Really? Yeah. And I feel like we have something in common. Okay. You're an adrenaline junkie. Oh, is it? Do you know what I did? So I took a trip to Toronto. I went to the tallest building and I hung off of it. Mm-hmm. I ziplined off of like the tallest building in Dubai. Like yeah. I, if it's danger, I, I want, want it. So tell me wow. the craziest thing you've done. Oh my god! Do you know what? Yeah, I've always wanted to go skydiving. Haven't done that yet. To be honest, like so far, mm. it's just been like roller coasters, like extreme. <laughs> I know it's a bit, it's a bit boring. But I tell you what, though, mm. Six Flags makes Fort Park look like a children's playground. I've never been. No offence to Fort Park, but Six Flags. <laughs> Have you ever been to Six Flags? Never. Oh, my god! I've never had the time to. Babe, yeah. LA one, New York one, whatever. When you're there, go. Take the time really? and go. I have a season pass. Don't play with me. Because roller coasters don't scare me anymore. These ones are... Mm -mm. Even if they don't scare you, it's genuinely, like, the craziest experience. Yeah. That's one thing I really admire about you because mm. not only are you an amazing songwriter, I feel like... Like, there's so much to you. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I love that, thank you. You recently celebrated your birthday. Yeah. Happy belated birthday. 25, what the I'm heck? 25, why, why do people do that? They're like, mm, 25. You know and I've been looking is? at them like, well, <laughs> me too. Babe, <laughs> I think, yeah, as a woman, and I'll keep it real, like, because mm. I started writing songs when I was, like, 14, and, you no, know, you, you walk didn't. into the room. You started writing when you were seven. Well, Mm. <laughs> but keep going. Correct me on the stats, thank you. But like professionally, mm -hmm. you walk into a room with all these like 30-year-old guys, like, how old are you? And I'm like, 14, whoa. Mm. 16, wow. 18, oh my gosh, you're so young. 20, cool. <laughs> 23, oh. nice. 25, mm. cool. So um, what are we doing? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, as, and especially as a woman, like, you know, especially as an artist, I think there is such a like stigma around like young, fresh talent. Like, you know, like ah, I'm like not young, fresh talent anymore. Not that that should matter. Do you know I what feel, I mean? I Which is why, like, like Sia, I'm like yes, yes. Set the example and mm -hmm. remind us. I feel like you've accomplished a bit too much to compare yourself to young, fresh talent because you're not in the same caliber. You're 25 and it's the start of a beautiful yes. journey. Imagine you're going into 25 as an independent artist. Yes. Like, this is quarter of a life, yes. fresh start. Yes. And it's just going to go keep going up, up and up. Yep. That's, that's, that's the energy is, I need to hold. Listen to this. Mm. This is the new Ray Etra. 
Don't play with me. Come on. Don't play. I'm too good at this. <laughs> you know, I'm taking that quote and I'm putting it in a song or something. Ray error. <laughs> Period. Obviously, you've been in the industry for a very long time, even though you're so young, and I feel like you must have so many stories to tell. So, in order for me to drag them stories out of you, we're going to be playing a game. I have a lovely silver trunk next okay. to me. And there are some props inside. Okay. Yes. So... I'm going to be pulling out a prop and yeah. you have to tell me what story it relates to. Because, <laughs> I mean, it is your life. <laughs> Girl, there's a lot of gaps and there's a lot of twists and turns, but let's see how we do. Don't worry, my sister. I got your back, babe. <laughs> I got your back. OK, so the first prop. So I've got a bumblebee with a lion tail and lion ears. I know this story. This is Big Girl for the Lion King, <gasps> a song that I co-wrote and um, on Beyonce's... Black is King. Tell me everything. Girl. How it started. So you was in Ghana with Guilty Beats. Yes. Then did you get a call? Like, what, what happened? Do you know what's actually mad about the story, and I'll tell you. Guilty and I had had a tough year these times, yeah. Sitting really? in, Yeah, we're sitting in this makeshift studio in this apartment, and um, I'm like, Guilty, listen, like, we need to pray for something big for us this year. And, I, and we prophesied it. It was mad. We were like, mm. we're going to write a song for Eva. Someone big, someone impactful, Beyonce or someone who's going to change the world, actually said her name in the prayer. Do you know what I'm saying? You spoke into existence. Nuts. And then... Beyonce, 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 amen. We made then two songs after we'd done that prayer. And then based on those songs, they reached out to Guilty and then asked me to get involved in, in writing some songs for the project, which is just... God, I was like, wow. Mad, isn't it? You prayed on it. Yeah. God heard your prayer. Word. And put you on the most amazing album ever. Oh, and honestly, like, she kept my BVs in the song as well, like, my background vocals, like, you know, obviously there's, like, not loads I can say, but, like, she believed in my abilities in a time that I, like, was really doubting myself. I was really you know, hard on myself, and it was the pick-me-up I needed, you know. One of my proudest achievements, yeah. Your vocals, her vocals, same song. So now you have to go around and say, yeah, it was actually Ray featuring Beyonce. <laughs> no, like, I'm never. the type of person, like, listen, you can, never. you will never hear the end of it. You will never hear the end of it. You're very humble, and that's oh. why you've gotten to where you are. Because oh. if it was me, <laughs> after that song dropped, my career would have been done. <laughs> okay, so then, you went to the premiere. Yeah. Tell me about what happened on the red carpet, because now I'm going to lose it. We didn't know anything about what song... We obviously knew that there was some favourites and some, like, feelings and stuff like that, but we didn't know what was going to make it. There were so many incredible songs in contention, and so we got invited to the premiere, and then we're like, hmm. So still at this point, don't know. Get there, and then on the red carpet, and then she's there. We, we all say hello. We all take a picture, and then she's like, Ray... She said your name. I was like, oh, hi. She's like, just so you know, it's the first track on the album, Bigger's on the album, and we made a video for it, and I was like, wait, what? I definitely went into the cinema after that, and I couldn't focus on the film. I in just... the same cinema that Beyonce was in? Yeah. <laughs> Mad accomplishment. Not, you know. It's them moments there that, that really allow you to, like, reflect on life, give you encouragement and strength. You're doing the right thing. Keep going. Don't ever stop for no one or no disappointment, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's great because oh. not only are you an artist, you're also a songwriter. So obviously, because that moment was so big and amazing and stuff, and obviously now you're focusing on yourself, would you still do both? 
I'm doing both. You are doing both. Yeah. But then how do you focus on like your stuff? I just have no social life, basically. Oh, it's how it works true. out. I know. And but this is the thing, like, I'll rest later. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I've got time to do that. Right now, I'm in a in a place where as a songwriter, like I'm so assured and empowered in my abilities, do you know what I mean? And I love it. And then my artist stuff, also being independent, it's like full on. Like, I thought I worked hard before, no. It's a different... Because it's all on you now. Yeah, yeah like yeah, all yeah. the details. And I'm so, I care so much. So it has been amazing being able to do both, jump in and out, you know, you have... I love my job, I love it. I, I love tell. writing songs, babe. Like, don't get me started, the details, the passion, like... <laughs> Do you ever have those moments where you just want to keep a song to yourself? Like, you, you've written something and it's supposed to be for someone else. Oh, yeah. But it's so personal to you. Because I also interviewed um, Gracie and she mm. said that her first song that she ever put out, it was supposed to be for someone else. So have you ever had those moments? Definitely. I mean, OK, so for instance, there's a song called Don't Leave. I was initially supposed to stay on it and it was like one of them ones where I was like, if you don't give it away, then it's not going to come out. So it had to be one of them ones that's like, I was just more like, I'm going to have to keep working hard. Do you know what I mean? I'm like a broken record in this subject because I do not care anymore. Like, I have nothing to lose. Exactly. When I see something that's wrong, I'm going to say it. Do you know what I'm saying? When I see something that isn't right, I'm going to say it. And this industry behind the scenes be doing a madness to songwriters. Yeah. And I'm going to be loud about it and I don't care. You know TikTok be educating me. It's crazy. Girl, there are yeah. things that are just not right. Songwriters need to be paid, treated better, credited more so, even just paid a fee, food and travel to get to the studio. Yeah, because you've been in the industry for like over yeah. a decade. So if there's a songwriter out there, just give them a quick and short, like, one piece of advice that you think if you had heard it before, it would have like changed how things happened for you? Okay, I would say to upcoming and young songwriters when you're in a session, voice note everything. Voice noting is part of the recording writing process. Mm -hmm. You've always got people recording, um, you know, what they're writing so they can remember it to add lyrics to it, whatever. Record, voice note everything evidence because when people come in and try and be like nah you didn't do anything you only get five percent you can be like well look here's me mm. creating this melody and here's me doing this and contributing that um i will also say you know rally together when it comes to splits and publishing team up with your fellow songwriter agree your strategies together and unite we need songwriters to unite i've learned more with just me and you having this conversation mm. than like ever before My and gosh. that's all it takes is a conversation because a lot of people like me, we don't know what goes on in like um, the music industry. We're just right. consumers and stuff like that. We don't actually know what goes into it. I didn't know about 100 points. Okay, so are you ready for my next prop? Yeah. We have here one of my favorite flags in the whole world. LGBTQ+. Yes. The community that has kept me alive and thriving throughout my entire career. So tell me about the LGBTQ community mm. and what they mean to you. Well, first of all, I think since the beginning of my career, I've just felt the undying support mm. from this community, no matter what my music has sounded like, no matter what I've been through. Also a, a community that appreciated and has always appreciated the details. It's a similar thing where you have to like, work extra hard to be seen, taken seriously, 
be treated the way, you know, you deserve to be treated. Like, I am just so moved, especially, you know, the last year or so I did kind of my first set of shows in America and they're all Pride shows. Yeah. And I went all around Miami, LA, New York. You went to Miami, Pride? Yes, like... That was, it was lit, in it? Oh, my gosh. <gasps> You're living my best life. Babe. Like just to be welcomed in with just such love and mm. genuine appreciation for, like, how hard I do work and, like, mm-hmm. you know, feeling seen and valued and mm-hmm. special. You performed at Brighton Pride. I did, yeah. And the Gay Times Awards. Yes. So what was that like? The gay crowd... They, you know, they do it different to everyone else. Certain gigs you go to, you don't know what you're going to get. When you go out on these kind of stages, you know exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get energy, love, Mm. support, you're safe. You're going to be lifted up. That's the thing. Mm. And I feel like with us women, when it comes to the LGBTQ community and Mm. how they interact with us and welcome Mm. us and treat us, I feel like it's because they make us feel safe. Yes. I look at all my best friends and how I am around them and it's just like, I just, I just feel safe around you. Agreed. I just Agreed. feel safe around you. And that's, that's an amazing feeling. Yeah, and it's also our duty as well, like, to also make this world a safe place for them, you know, like... Sometimes when you're growing up and you see certain problems around you, like like racism and LGBTQ mm. and all that stuff, yeah, you think, mm, by the time I'm... I'm like 25, Mm. all these problems would be like nothing. Mm. And it's like, I feel like there hasn't been much of like evolution. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which is really, really sad. But on a brighter note, Mm. what do you think it is about you that appeals to like the LGBTQ community? I don't know, maybe... I think it's your fashion. Do you think it's my fashion? I think your your dress sense is ridiculous. Back in the day, though, it was not, though. I turned up to a Brit Awards after party in a full tracksuit, but it wasn't even a nice one, and I didn't get the dress cut, and I was in in trainers that had dirt on them. And no, like, you don't understand. The growth that has occurred here is astounding because that was shameful. It was but embarrassing. In, in, but in today's day, like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're very, very, very iconic. Oh, thank like you. first of all, you bleached your brow. I, yeah. I do not even have like. It's very empowering. Like I think being rebellious in fashion yeah. and in makeup and like in how you look, because mm-hmm. I think the like social norms and that and like how you're supposed to present yourself as a woman or like mm-hmm. to be seen as attractive or pretty or whatever and like. There's something about having no makeup on yet, no eyebrows, and walking down the street. First of all, I was and, born this way. So and, <laughs> let's not do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah. so rebellious and fun. Like, yeah. So just not always have to fit the moulds of what people expect you to. And maybe, like, because I'm independent now, I'm, like, on overdrive, rebellion, like, yeah. push every boundary, break every one of my old rules. Break every chain. Break, <laughs> break every chain. <laughs> You've got to, sis. <laughs> you have to. Okay, so I have a prop here. It is a blue toy car. Blue, forget the car, blue. blue. Somebody in your life, last name is Blue. Jonas Brothers. Oh, Jonas Blue. Yeah! Oh. I can't believe you got that! Girl, <laughs> girl. That's a very niche one, though. How was I supposed to guess that from this blue car? Blue. I did crash my car on the way to a session with him one time, so maybe that's why you bought the car out, or did you not know that? I was going to talk about By Your Side, you know, with Jonas Blue, you know, came out 2016, did really well. But if you want to 
talk about, I don't know, the car crash oh. while she was on your way to meet him. Oh, God. Um, maybe we can start there. That, that's absolutely fine. Um, so basically, I was sent this song, yeah. So it was like out of my comfort zone. I didn't write the song, which was like a new thing for me. And my manager at the time was like, you know, I think this will be really big. Like, I think you should do this. And I was like, okay, let me at least go and record it and see how I feel, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I got in my Nissan Micra, yeah. And I'm driving, I'm driving to the session and on the way some driver's trying to race me and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, my mind's not at peace, you know what I'm saying? Crash into a lamppost. <gasps> so then I have to leave my Nissan in the middle of London on some busy main street, go on an Uber, all the way to Essex, get to Jonas's house. I'm like, hey, recorded the song. And this is not shade, I'm just being honest, do you know what I mean? Because the truth ain't always like the reality, do you know what I mean? And even though, it wasn't my favourite song and whatever. We put it out, it's done like 400 million streams and yeah. it put me in front of some ridiculously big stages mm -hmm. and there's definitely more of the glass half full than the glass was ever empty, mm -hmm. other than my personal taste as an artist. But I know a lot of people love that song. I'm really happy exactly. for them, do you know exactly. what I mean? Okay, so Ray, welcome to my lovely Brit Awards red carpet. Wow. So we're gonna be playing a very fun game called Serve or Swerve. Okay. So basically, I pulled up some of your amazing red carpet looks and you, <laughs> and you have to tell me whether it was a serve or if it was a swerve. Okay, okay let's go. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so this is you looking amazing oh. at the brit awards 2022 you're wearing like a burn orange sequin dress mm. held together by bobby pins on your coming down your yeah. sides no pants like... yeah that was a what that was nerve-wracking like you're naughty girl that yeah. was wild do you know what i mean i'm like i've got no one to wear yeah, on like this is really crazy but yeah. do you know what my main concern is about by the way this look is 10 10 i Thank love this you, look but my <laughs> Versace. Donatella posted it on her page. I said, hello. Donatella, eh. Donatella, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, my main thing that would stop me from buying this dress mm, mm. is because, as you can see, I'm a bit wide at the hips. You know, I've got the biggest bum in the whole of the UK. Um, so basically, <laughs> the bobby pins would scare me because it's like, how? When you sat down, did you not get anxiety? That it would just like ping and then like pop off. Do you know, I had a couple drinks and it's a really incredibly made dress. So, you know, the fear left. Yeah, yeah. The fear left you? Yeah. Or maybe you're just fixed. I knew it wasn't gonna, I knew it wasn't gonna come undone. I trusted it in the dress, you know. You had faith in the I dress. I did have faith in the dress, yeah. So you saw the dress and you was like, I want that one. Yeah. Eh, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you looked amazing in it. Thank I feel you. like the burnt orange really complements your skin tone. This Thank is amazing. You. I love this hair colour as well. Loki, yeah. I'm going back to this soon. One I day feel soon. like jet black is like, it's the staple. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Thank you. So, Aww. what would you rate this look? Serve or a swerve? That's a serve. All right, so the second look is you at the Brit Awards 2021. So you're wearing a pink satin dress. Yeah, etro, custom. Yes. Off the shoulder with yes. pink sequins at the top, red lipstick. Yeah. I feel like this is giving me Marilyn Monroe. That's exactly what we was going for. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. I love the fact that you're wearing pink gloves here, but you've put the jewellery on top of the gloves. Do you know what I mean? Bulgari on the jewels. This was a vibe. I felt like such a princess on this day. Yeah. Yeah. And this was during lockdown as well. So it was like weird awards. It wasn't like normal tables. There was loads of testing and distance. Yeah. Yeah. I felt really good in, in a time 
where it has been weird all year. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely a Marilyn Monroe. I feel like you look like a princess. Babe, thank I you. I love this. Yes. Was it your idea to put the jewellery on top of the gloves? Well, yeah, it was kind of like the reference, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Marilyn famously wore this hot pink dress mm -hmm. and had gloves and diamonds everywhere. Like, you know, this gloves. is in, yeah, she was singing diamonds over girls with friends. So just, I wanted to like kind of do my own little version of the rest. So would you rate this a serve or a swerve? This is a serve. serve. It's a serve. Serve, thank you. Third look, another. Oh, no. Brit Awards red carpet. Oh, no. So now this is you at the 2018 oh. Brit. You look so angelic. I know with my rose. Oh, I'm so honoured. <laughs> I'm so honoured. Are oh, you really? You really? Oh, thank you so much. Really, oh, just the fact that you're always you're thinking about me and stuff like that because I wasn't allowed on the carpet those times because you know I wasn't a presenter yet. So. <laughs> But yeah, so, no, I feel like this is so angelic. I do oh. really like the um the off the shoulder on you, you know. Yes. Like you know, online they like rate outfits from the Red Bull yeah. Red Carpet. This they were not feeling it. The reviews was not feeling it. I personally really like this outfit. You know, it was cute. Like, so is this a jumpsuit? No, it's a two-piece that's so split okay. in the middle. Oh, it's okay. like a top and the bottom. Do you know what my favourite part of this was the shoes? The shoes, yeah. Oh, Okay, so just to explain shoes. to everyone at home, you are wearing a baby blue two-piece off-the-shoulder set yep. that has pink flames. Yes. Pink flames on the trousers, pink yes. flames on the top. And you have shoes that have lovely little pearls on them. And the toes look amazing. But yeah, <laughs> by the way, this hair on you, did you actually dye your own hair? Yeah, bleach it blonde and then put this pink, dusty pink toner on the top. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I love this. And you had the straight brows as well. I thought I that straight brows looked banging on you. Thank you. But yeah, why did you bring the rose as an accessory? I feel like they was either giving them out or I took it from like the crowd at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I can't remember that. Like, I feel like they was giving... I don't really remember why I had it, but I was like, yeah. I'm going to hold it in my photo. I remember <laughs> making the conscious choice to hold the rose, holding you down on the red carpet also. Do you know what I mean? Beyonce, did you hear that? <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, I love this look. This is so angelic. Thank this you. Is, I'm loving this. So what would you rate this? A serve or a swerve? I think, you know, this is a serve. I'd say more than mm -hmm. a swerve. You know, I'd probably wear that outfit again. Mm -hmm. I would probably do something different with my hair maybe, but... No, I respect the outfit. I'm going to say it's a serve. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ray, for being here. Thank I learned you. a lot and I had some fun with you, girl. Thanks for listening, friends. The red carpet treatment brought to you by the Brits with Mastercards. We'll be back with some more juicy fashion, music and live chats with your favourite artists. Please hit that subscribe button or follow so you don't miss a thing.